0: Welcome everybody to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it. Started with AEW Dark Elevation has Ari Davari and Tony Neath defeated Campbell Myers and Lane Summers with Daivari hitting the frog splash for the pen. So Sometimes commentary refers these two as varsity athletes, even though that's Nice and Josh Woods, and Davari's still kind of with the Trustbusters, so I'm not sure what's going on here, if he's officially part of the varsity athletes or whatnot, or just some sort of combination of the two squads here. Match number two, Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir defeated Briar and Sage Hale, which are two twin wrestlers, with Shafir putting on the greedy submission for the quick tap out willow nightingale defeated maggie lee very easily with the doctor bomb big bill and lee moriarty of the firm defeated zach clayton and anaya with moriarty getting the pin on anaya and then big bill even did some dancing after the match we have a ring of honor women's world title proven ground match as athena defeated tootie lynn first time seeing tootie lynn here in AEW since june of last year Uh, but we didn't get to see much of her as athena hit a hard right strike for the quick pin in a little over a minute bit of a shame though as uh, tootie lynn is very good and we didn't get to uh, see much of her here then athena teased helping her out of the ring just to drop her on the apron and continue to attack her until Emmy Sakura ran to the ring to attack Athena. As they have made a match, uh, have made a match for this for next week's Ring of Honor Honor Club episode, which is actually going to film before Dynamite this week. Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy, and Ethan Page defeated the Spanish Announce Project. Ethan Page was in a depressed mood as they came out, but Hardy and Cassidy tried to cheer him up before and during the match, getting the crowd to get involved here. Hardy even told Page to use a twist of fate, which he did, and this got him in such a good mood that he told Cassidy to come in and hit the swanton for the pin on Serpentico. In the main event here, Rio defeated Diamante, and Matt Menard said on commentary that Jamie Hayter will defend the AEW Women's World title against Rio on the April 5th edition of Dynamite, Is Rio's down to the world contenders, and Rio pinned Diamante here after reversing her into a roll-up for the win. We go to AEW Dark from Universe so Studios, AeroFox and Nick Camerato. Uh, Fox gets to win here after hitting a 450 splash in a really competitive match here. Sky Blue defeated Queen Aminata after hitting the Skyfall, but Aminata uh, definitely took Blue to the limit. Evil Uno defeated Alexander Moss after hitting two back-to-back pile drivers. Marina Shafir defeated Steph Delander, the former Persia Parada from NXT, making her AW debut here after uh, showing up in uh, GCW lately with Matt Cardona. But the match ends with Shafir catches her while standing right into the greedy to submit her. Zach Clayton defeated Shaf after hitting a modified Fisherman's Buster. Top Flight defeated Adrian Alanis and Liam Gray after a kick. Full Nelson combo with Dante Martin pinning Gray for the win. QTV's QT Marshall and Aaron Solo defeated Austin Green and Vary Morales with Marshall, Penny Morales, after hitting the dirt sheet driver, which is a suplex into a sit out powerbomb. Brady Booker defeated Serpentico after making him submit to the torture rack. And the main event here, Kornosuke Takeshta defeated Cole Carter in a very good main event here after hitting the power drive knee strike. Definitely check this match out if you have to check one match from this show. And after the match, Lee Johnson attacked Takeshita to, to end the show. We go to Impact Wrestling. This is the go-home show for sacrifice. So a lot of things on this show won't make much sense, unfortunately, because this was taped before uh, and shown before the news of Josh Alexander having to vacate his title as well as Mickey James sustaining her injury. But on to the matches. On before the Impact, Trey Miguel defeated Kevin Knight after hitting the Lightning Spiral in a pretty good match. The designs Deener, Khan, and Angels defeated Time Machine, which is Alex Shelley, Chris Sabin, and Kushida. Wild match here. The ending came with Callahan taking the offense from the Motor City Machine Guns to protect Deener, followed by Kushida trapping Angels in a hoverboard lock as he taps out. The Coving cut a promo saying "Long live the Coving" and taking credit for ending the Death Dolls. We see a promo of Raj Singh's new character of Champagne Singh. Eddie Edwards and Kenny King are backstage and said they haven't spoken since Anna No More broke up, but they had a talk at Jay Briscoe's mother's house after he passed away and realized that they are family and they had to stick together to take out PCL. Diana Peraza defeated Savannah Evans. At after Giselle Shaw and Jaividal's distraction failed, and he hit a Crucifox bomb on Evans for the win, and all three attacked Peraza after the match. The Death Dolls were upset backstage. Jessica said that they should have used dark magic, so Taya said that she has a plan, but Jessica said she's going to go out to the Coven now. So she starts running through the halls and she finds a casket, but Taya stops her from opening it and looking into the light as the hand comes out of the casket and grabs Taya instead, bringing her in to shut her in. So I guess this is the casket portal to AEW. I wonder if it works two ways with Christian Cage possibly going somewhere after he was putting in a casket. Bully Ray and Masha Slamovich defeated Tommy Dreamer and Mickey James. Fun match here. Dreamer and Mickey both did the deadly spots instead with the what's up headlock from Mickey. Dreamer called for the table, but Bully hit a low blow as the referee was adjusting the table and Bully hit a pile driver on Dreamer to get the pen. Bully tried to go after Mickey after the match and put her through a table but jordan grace comes out and stops him with a candlestick and then grace went to spear bully but he moved out of the way and she took out mickey instead we go backstage where we see rich swan and Frankie kazarian as swan says that steve macklin has been distracted him by what he said about him so kazarian tells swan to go talk to josh alexander about this and squash these thoughts so swan goes to alexander's locker room just to see um that macklin is in there he starts screaming at him asking what he's doing why he's going through his bags and then uh macklin says that says maybe alexander knows that he's in here and wants him in here and this confuses swan even more Moose and Brian Myers defeated Joe Henry and Dirty Dango. Henry and Dango got on the mic before the match, but Dango kept interrupting him and making this awkward. Brian Myers gets to pin on Henry after Moose hit Henry with a spear, followed by the roster cut from Hawkins. And then onto the main event segment as Josh Alexander goes into his locker room and Rich Swan starts questioning him why Steve Macklin was going through his stuff, but Alexander had no idea what he was talking about. So this prompts Alexander to go to the ring and call out Macklin. And they kind of go back and forth, um... Alexander accuses Macklin of ducking him, and then Macklin says Alexander's ducking him, and then Rebellion, they're going to find out if Macklin has it or not. He says that Macklin's afraid of failing and calls him a forgotten son, and then Macklin says that Alexander is right about having every opportunity to challenge him, and he just let others challenge, and he's afraid of challenging him, and he's failed to go back to the bottom, so he picked the right opportunity, and he wanted to prepare, as he's obsessed about winning the title, and they cut the footage of Macklin actually watching behind the curtains at various events, dating all the way back from July of 2022, as Alexander seems surprised by this, so Alexander says that, why wait for Rebellion when they can do it right now, but Macklin refuses and says he's going to do it his way in his hometown at Rebellion, so obviously, as you know, things have changed, so now, unfortunately, Alexander did vacate the title, um, and it's going to be Kushida and and uh, Steve Macklin instead. Uh, me and John Pollock did break down the Sacrifice pay-per-view if you want some more details on that show and everything going down in Impact. We move on to Ring of Honor on Honor Club. The show starts with an interview from Samoa Joe ahead of his defense against Mark Briscoe at Supercard of Honor. Uh, Joe will have an open challenge for tonight. On to the show, Mark Briscoe defeated Tony Nese. Very good match here with Briscoe hitting the Froggy Bowl for the win. Blake Christian, Metalik, and Aero Fox defeated the Trust Buster, Slim J, Ari Daivari, and Jeeves K. Fantastic six-man match here that ends when Fox hits the 450 Splash and Daivari for the pen, and then the MSC hit the ring right after this and attacked the baby faces. Sky Blue defeated Lady Frost with Skyfall in a good match. Drillistical and Roosh defeated Red Tyrus and Tracy Williams pretty easily here with Roosh hitting Bull's Horns and Titus for the pen. And we had a wonderful sit-down interview with Caprice Coleman along with Claudio Castagnoli and Eddie Kingston ahead of their upcoming match of Supercard of Honor. Claudio. Said that kingston can't and shouldn't be ring of honor world champion and then kingston said that the title's lineage belongs to him as he name drops low-key xavier and homicides as being mentors of him that have held the title kingston said that they go way back and claudio is a coward and he didn't do business with him back then for the first time and he won't do it now and john moxley isn't here to stop him this time claudio kept saying that kingston used to quit all the time and he could never beat him and he will make kingston quit again claudio called eddie the biggest waste of potential he's ever seen as this match is made official Matt Taven defeated Darius Martin. Maria and Mike Bennett get involved as David hit the, uh, Taven hit the climax on Martin for the pen. The kingdom went to attack Darius after the match until Dante Martin came out for the save. Brian Cage defeated Tony Deppin, making quick work of him hitting the drill claw for the win. The embassy kept attacking Deppin until Blake Christian, Aerofox, and Matt Ali come out to chase them as this six-man match is made official for SuperCard of Honor as well. Shane Taylor defeated Silas Young with the package pile driver in a good match. Uh, Billy Starks defeated Miranda Alizé. Alizé making her first Ring of Honor appearance since last year's Supercard of Honor. And then st- uh, Stark stops her after hitting the, st- uh, and hits her with the Stark driver to get her first win in Ring of Honor. Aussie Open defeated Christopher Daniels and Matt Sydal, Fantastic match here. Match of the show. And it ends with Kyle Fletcher getting the pin on Daniels after the hit Coriolis. and the main event here for the Ring of Honor World Television title, open challenge Samoa Joe defeated Cheeseburger, and he destroys Burger in about a minute with the Muscle Buster. He hit him with another one after the match. He kept going until Mark Resco runs out for the cha- uh, with a chair for the save. we got MLW Underground. Microman defeated Real One before the match Real One gets in the mic and starts talking trash to Microman over and over a barrage of short jokes here, including doing the soft thing by, by spelling dwarf instead. And then during the match Real One forced Mr. St. Laurent to get on the apron and hold the mic while he mimicked the Lion King symbol opposed with microman but microman just reverses this and he makes real one go head first into a chair that real one had wedged to the corner and then mance warner comes ringside tosses the kendo stick distracting the referee as microman hit real one with the kendo stick for the pen and a real one gets stretched out of the ring as warner Microman, and mr saint laurent drink beers to celebrate alex hammerstone comes out and talks about him getting attacked by the calling last week and vowed to get revenge and attacking him was the stupidest thing they could have done and he challenges them to a war chamber match akira defeated mike law with the death penalty in his MLW debut and akira's weapon of choice that he picks her the callings table was a sickle ty of valkyrie and john hennigan backstage uh pretty much pleading to help everybody find him, Caesar Duran. They're kind of doing this like in a funny comedic way. So I'm not sure if they're like behind the disappearance of Caesar Duran or whatnot, but I guess we'll find out soon enough. And before the next match, we see Akira and Ricky Shane Page have taken out EJ and Duca in the back. So I'm not sure if this is official write off or not. Alex Kane defeated Davy Boy Smith Jr. Smith had the match won and was about to put on the sharpshooter till Mr. Thomas gets on the ape and distracting the referee as Kane was handed some sort of liquid that he used to spray in Smith's face, followed by the Mark of Kane suplex for the win. Sam LaTurna asked Kane what the liquid was and he acted like he didn't know before jokingly said that it was Beaumier juice. And then we see the second gear crew drinking beer at a bar until Alex Hammerstone joins them and asks them to be his partners to face off against the calling at War Chamber. So it looks looks like it's going to be Alex Hammerstone, uh, Man Called Manders, Matthew Justice, and Mance Warner against Raven, Ricky Shane, Page, Akira, and I guess one of the calling's members or somebody that we don't know of just yet. We go to Women of Wrestling Superheroes as Steffi Slays and Jennifer Flores defeated Gigi Gianni and Amber Rodriguez with Slays getting the pin on Rodriguez. Fury and Razor, the Heavy Metal Sister, defeated Americana and Jesse Jones before the match started the Heavy Metal Sister sisters attack jesse jones with a chair but jones demanded that the match continue this was promoted as a three-on-two handicap match but i guess it became a tag match with Mezariah being in the corner and she holds jones leg at the end as fury and razor hit the headbanger on americana as fury gets the pin on her foxy fierce defeated at a little bit of a surprise here with some distraction from candy crush and hitting the rear view for the pin and we go to the women wrestling tag team title match here as miami Sweet Heat defeated coach Camp- campanelli and randy rawha by disqualification to retain when lana star threw in a pair of mirrors that coach and randy used to smash over the carlson's twins heads for for the pen but then another referee comes in and alerts the referee uh, about what happened so he reversed the decision and gave it to miami sweet to retain nwa usa cycle love which is angelina love and fodder defeated pj hawks and Ky- kylie page which is kenzie's younger sister angelina love pinned kylie after hitting botox injection Aaron steven cuts a promo about his upcoming street fight with rondo freeman and tease blunt force trauma causing distract uh disruption at the 312 pay-per-view in the tag team division ricky moore and bobby fulton cut a promo on the fixers teasing for a future tag team match jack stane defeated uh, Shepherd Lutz after hitting a big clothesline. And the Country Gentleman defeated Judas and Gags the Gimp of Miserably Faithful. This was supposed to be a six-man tag, but Sal the Pal no-showed for this match. So Thrill Billy Silas stepped down to make this a non-title tag match. We got NWA Power as Kratos defeated Jordan Clearwater and Jake Dumas in a triple threat match, pinning Dumas after hitting a side slam. Magnum Muscle, which is Dak Draper and Mims blunt force trauma and it went to a no contest after Aaron Stevens and May Valentine got into a scuffle ringside so this match was thrown off. This is also the champion series title opportunity that Mims and Draper have was on the line for this match. Joe Alonzo defeated Alex Taylor in a number one contenders for the Junior Heavyweight Championship. Danny Dials tried to get Taylor to use the chair, but he refused it, followed by Alonzo hitting Roll the Dice for the pen. And then Deal said before the match that if Taylor doesn't win, the ill-begotten would disband, so it looks like that is official. Mae Valentine was escorted out of the building due to the scuffle with Stevens earlier, so instead gags the gimp who doesn't talk. Took over interviews for the night, uh, starting with LaRosa Negro, who pretty much talked about her upcoming match with Camille at the 312 pay-per-view, and then Gags interviewed Love Rebellion, who talked about how they will take out Mims and Draper. And in the main event here, EC3 and Black G's defeated Tyrus and Eric Jackson, with G's pinning Jackson after the 1% from EC3, and a frog splash from G's. And the story here was that G's and EC3 tried to play nice in this friendly exhibition, as they were siding with Tyrus still, but there is definitely some malice from them. NXT level up only has two matches opposed to three, as Odyssey Jones defeated Kale Dixon. A funny moment here, as the crowd starts chanting, You suck, Dixon. At Kale Dixon, so I'm not sure if that chant is going to catch on or not. But Odyssey gets the easy win here after hitting a sidewalk slam. Kelly Kincaid was backstage with Lola Vice, who talked about all the people that she got through in MMA, and to make it here in WWE, and her goals are to show all the women what a real knockout power is. We go backstage to kill Dixon. Uh, first time me hearing him, he actually cut a pretty good promo here. He's talking about Odyssey Jones winning, but said if he had five years of experience like Jones, he would win. And he starts talking about how good he is and how special he is. Then uh, how pretty much just kind of like talking about himself and uh, he will be a big thing coming soon. And we go to the main event here as Malik Blade and Adrian Sanofe defeated Damon Kemp and Tavion Heights in a pretty fun match here after Blake hit a frog splash followed by a flying elbow drop from Enofe on Heights for the win. On WWE main event, Bronson Reed defeated Nathan Frazier, making his main event debut in a pretty good five-minute match here. And nice showing from Frazier until Reed stopped him and hit the tsunami for the pin. And then Shelton Benjamin defeated Charlie Dempsey after hitting pay dirt, but Dempsey definitely pushed Shelton to the limit. The WWE Network actually had a couple additions this week with nine episodes of WWE Superstars from July to September of 1996. So it is WrestleMania week. So happy WrestleMania week to everybody. Uh, I'll be doing a lot of coverage for postwrestling.com. I have reports up for the Mark Hitchcock Memorial Show, as well as Bloodsport, uh, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, NXT Stand and Deliver, WrestleMania Nights 1 and 2, and who knows, maybe something else. Uh, but as far as Shot in the Dark goes... Uh, I will actually be on vacation next week, so I will have a show, but it will probably be delayed either Friday or Saturday. should be up, opposed to the usual Thursday, but don't worry. I'll definitely have something up for you guys next week, talking about the regular shows. But that is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark.